Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Uh, not much. You want to record an episode about Shadow of the Ninja on the Two Dudes and NS podcast? I thought that was a Audio Slave song. Uh, yeah, that's Shadow of the Sun, I think, actually. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Easy, easy to get that. Confused. But funny, you should say Audio Slave because we have a guest on this show. Tom Marlowe. Yes, it's dude <laughs> Drew Backo. <laughs> oh man. Lover of all nicknames we give. Mm-hmm. Yes, are the best at giving nicknames. Exactly what I had in mind when I sent that uh, description of the, the names I was okay with. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> what we figured, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so um, we're going to talk about Shadow of the Ninja, as recommended by Drew. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so this should be a good episode, but... I got a little surprise. I don't know if you want to do it at the start of the episode, if you want to do it somewhere in the middle, you want to do it at the end, but I've got a quiz also provided by Drew, and I thought I could pit you guys up against each other. Because I now know the I answers. think it's a good way to start. You just want to start? Right, you actually took it? Let's go for it. Okay, it is, a, it. it is a Tom Arnold quiz. Oh. <laughs> All right. Know your Tom Arnold. That's right. This has nothing right. to do with the Shadow of the Ninja, but it has plenty to do with our podcast. Right, right. So I was looking, I was listening to old episodes and just constantly hearing the Tom Arnold stuff. And I decided I was going to try and come up with some great trivia. So I Googled Tom Arnold trivia. And the first thing I saw was Tom, Tom Arnold quiz. I'm like, oh, well, this is <laughs> Open it up. I, I like read the first question or two. I think whatever it showed on that first screen, but I didn't actually take the quiz or read the answers. And then I sent it right over to you saying, we, you guys should do this on a future episode. It's a really I didn't really quiz. think this one, but hey. It's a good quiz. Let's do it. Quiz. I don't know if any of right. the answers are right or not, but we're going to find out a lot about Tom tonight. Or- There's nothing wrong with the internet, so I'm sure it's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As uh, as one of our uh, iTunes reviews later this episode that we'll talk about is we'll tell you. And I also got to say, if in regards to Tom Arnold, heard him on a recent episode of uh, uh, Adam Groa. Yeah, I think he might be losing his mind. Just gonna put that out there. Oh really? I'm not had it all together in the first place. Yeah, he's he was a little nutty. 
So you think that <laughs> the the, uh, the whole getting him to come on the show is getting further and further away? It might be getting closer, actually. <laughs> all right. But he's, so his new thing is is he's like trying to challenge all these like internet trolls and people that he argues with on Twitter to actual fights. Hey, there we go. <laughs> so it's and he's very passionate about it. So we you should look up that into a episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll right. just fight him. I can figure. I can, we we can work that out. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. All right. So you guys know how to play. You just call your name. Yep. Justin or Drew. Okay. Although uh-huh. you may have to. I'm going to go with Jay. Jay. I'm going to go with Jay. I was about to say we got some syllable issues here. Yeah, we, we could make Drew a single with, syllable. We could make Drew go with Drew Backo. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. No. no. Drew it is. Drew it is. <laughs> All right. Okay, question number one. What okay. year was Tom Arnold born? Jay. Did we get choices? Uh, uh, Yeah, I guess I can give you choices. You want choices? Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't have to. But... It would just make life a lot easier, right? Or is it yeah, the closest? Cause... Whoever gets closest, too, because I can probably do that. Otherwise, we're going to get... Okay, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you choices. Okay. So, All right. I, I'll rescind mine. Okay, you're rescinded. All right, here we go. A, 1961. B, 1959. C, 1952. Or D, 1955. Drew. Drew. The initial number that popped into my head was 1959, so I'm going to go with B. Okay. Tell me I'm right. B, 1959 is correct. Bonus. Do you know what day he was born? No clue. Okay, Justin, I'll throw the bonus to you. That's my birthday. Maybe it's his. Which one? Christmas Day. Which one did you say, Drew? I said October 3rd. That's my birthday, so, you know, you never know. Almost almost coming up on a birthday for you. Uh, You're both wrong. He's actually born March 6th. Uh, You know what? For some reason, I was going to say March 10th, but, you know. I would have been closer. That's okay. So one point for Drew. Okay. Number two. What popular reality show does Tom host? And I'm not sure when this quiz was made, but the reality show may not exist anymore. But uh, uh, here we go. The the answers are A, Cribs. B, Rock of Love. C, My Big Redneck Wedding. Or D, The Roseanne Show. J B, J B, J B. No, that is not okay, right. He does not right. host Rock of Love. Drew, do you have a guess? Uh, I sh- let's go with A. Whatever that was. No, I'm sorry. Tom is actually the host of My Big Redneck Wedding. Oh. <laughs> I didn't really. <laughs> yep. Wow. All right, Tom. Okay. This, <laughs> this next one is true or false. So question three, Roseanne Barr was Tom's second wife. Drew. Drew. True. Drew, true. Um, no. And sorry, Justin, you don't get an answer that's too easy. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, Roseanne was actually Tom's first wife. Okay. Uh, I just I'll throw a bonus to you. Do you know the name of his second wife? Just I'll even give you, if you just get the first name right, you get a point. Of his second wife? Yeah. Roseanne was his first. He has a second wife. What was her first name? Kathy. Mm, it was Julie. 
But uh, oh, I was going to say, please so tell close. me it was another Roseanne. That would have been fantastic. So <laughs> yeah, e Roseanne would have been perfect. <laughs> okay, this one, is, this one, you both should know. So it may just be whoever can buzz in the quickest. Right now, it's one to nothing, Drew. This is a hard quiz, by the way, because Tom Arnold's kind of a little bit of an obscure guy at this point. No, he's not really in the limelight mm-hmm. anymore. All right. All right. In what movie did Tom co-star with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Drew. Drew. That- I said Drew. Why did I say Drew? <laughs> you really? <laughs> uh, you're crazy. Right. Go with uh, Drew lies. Drew, Drew lies. lies. <laughs> <laughs> I slipped that in there. True lies. True lies. Yes, that is correct. Uh, Drew lies. He's not in Drew lies. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it would have been a better movie. Actually, True Lies is a pretty good movie. I'll I like that. And it's actually. a True good lies game. I don't play it. Have you ever played the game, True Lies? Uh, yes, mm-hmm. I've played it. It's pretty fun. On the it Super Nintendo yeah. only, not the Genesis. That one, that one sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Too many. This next one uh, is a true or false, but because of the way we're playing, I think I may switch it up. The question was originally, was D- Tom born in blank? But I'm going to say uh, the question okay. is where, what state? Jay, Jay. Iowa. Yeah, it is Iowa. Bonus. Finally, you know I'm on city. the board. I'm on the board. Bonus points for the city. Justin? Des Moines? Nope. Drew? <laughs> uh, we'll go with Mason City. That's where my dad was born. Nope. It's actually Atumwa. Atumwa. Oh, Atumwa, of course. <laughs> the mo- very popular city of Atumwa. <laughs> Sorry to all you listeners in Atumwa, because I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. All right, I'm on the board here. All right, it's one to one. Oh, no, two to one. It's two to one. Two yeah, to one. Drew's got two. Two's got two. Drew's got two. All right, question six. What was Tom's sitcom titled? Tom had a sitcom. What was its title? Was it A, Roseanne, B, The Golden Girls, C, <laughs> The Jackie Thomas Show, or D, Home Improvement? J. All right, Jay. Justin. By process of elimination, it has to be C. Yes, it is the Jackie Thomas show, but I don't remember that show. No. Me Unfortunately. Neither. I was going to guess Roseanne. I was going to say maybe he was on Roseanne a few episodes or something. But Well, the next question is, and maybe he was. The next He question, was on some true, episodes True or false, later. Tom was on Roseanne. <laughs> true. Uh, true. Uh, did you so say Drew? You said Drew or true? I said true. I didn't buzz in. <laughs> so technically, I, I don't know if that counts. I well, guess it does. I'll go through and true. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Bonus. Do you know what the name of his character was? I'll go with Tom. Uh, nope. It is not Tom. Jeff. John. Are you buzzing in as John, or are you saying his name was John? I'm going to buzz in as John and say John. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You'd be wrong on both accounts. Carl. (laughs) His name was actually a spoof on his own name, and it was Arnie Thomas. Uh, Instead of Tom Arnold, it was Arnie Thomas. Mm. Reversal. Mm -hmm. All right. The score is what? Three to one? Yep. I believe. Okay. Next one is a true or false that I'm going to rework. 
Uh, so it's not a true or false. It's going to be A, B, C, D. Tom has okay. kids. How many kids does Tom Arnold have? Does he have two kids? Does he have three kids? Does he have four kids? Or does he have five kids? Jay. All right, Jay. Four. That is correct. Tom has four kids. <sighs> nice. Ooh, the race Titans, three to two. Mm-hmm. How many How many questions we got in this thing? Ten. There's ten questions. We'll be on. We're, this is this will be number nine coming up. So All right. Two more questions. All right. They're both true and false. All right. Okay. Got one so, shot. Question number nine. Tom played a bully in Big Bully. True or false? Jay. Justin. False. Nope. He actually did play a bully in the movie Big Bully. <laughs> all right all right so it's still three to two going into the last question you can tie it up or you could lose i'll put or you could just put another nail in the coffin there drew yeah there you go yeah let's okay. see if i can do that true or false is tom arnold jewish jay justin yes true well this one gets a little tricky because i did not read the answer until just now Okay. <laughs> uh, and this may just be this may one he was not he's not we may need to call Joe Copel okay I don't know how this works exactly because I'm not Jewish are you Jewish Drew I don't know I am not Drew Jewish I am Drewish oh. I am not okay. he's so, not so he is not born Jewish but he converted to Judaism so I don't know how that works hmm I would say that means he's Jewish. Or he is? That means he is. I would go with Jewish as a religion and not a racial background. Hmm. So I would say, yes, that means he is Jewish. But that means I'm also giving an answer. That means I'm tied. That means we're tied. That means we have to go to the bonus question, which I like. So. All right, let's do it. All right, I'm going to pull a random celebrity and ask you a question about them. All right. All right, this is an Adam Sandler quiz. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, boy. Let's try it. Okay, let me find a good question here. Okay, Adam Sandler did graduate from a university. Which university did he graduate from? Give it us choices? I'm going to give you choices. Was it A, okay. Cornell, B, Columbia, or C, New York University? Drew. Drew, what is your answer? C, New York University. New York? Okay. It's going to make me take the quiz to find the answer. So hold up. I'm just going to put a bunch of random <laughs> answers in here. Oh, man. Jerks. I yeah, that is a jerk move. It's a real jerk. So you said New York University. That's what I'm going to put in. All right. And survey says... You have to share it to Facebook. Sorry, your score is too low to show you the answers. The world. Oh. You have to be well, smart enough g- about Adam Sandler to know. Okay, well then I'll just I'll just ask you a question about the show, our show that we listen to. I don't blame him because you know, I mean, you got to play that Adam Sandler stuff close to the best. That's true. That's true. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna re- rehash it. I'm gonna ask you a question about the show that we're on. Okay. okay. Since I just looked this up. What episode number are we right now? 
as far as total episodes. Just an order. Mm. Total Jay. episodes that we've released. All right, Jay. One seventeen. Ooh, so close. Yet so far. Uh, Drew, you got a guess? Drew, one eighteen. That is correct. This would be wow. 18. Wow. So I would say, Justin, you're also a winner because you've done 118 episodes after tonight. There we go. It's impressive. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Not nearly as impressive as some people, but, you know, we like to think yeah. we're pretty good. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll kick into Shadow of the Ninja here in just a second, but that makes me brings up the point that our next episode is our uh, big game episode where we buy games with the number of episodes that we have been on that we have had which is 118 so mm-hmm. that means that uh, I've released an Excel spreadsheet that you can find on social media and you can go on there and select your own games make your own list and then compare it to Justin and mine's list on that episode so that should be fun that'll be a split episode we'll do part of it on the show the regular show and then part of it on the Patreon and we'll probably read off some other people's lists too but uh, I don't know. We'll just see how the show goes because we're going to have to split it over two episodes. So the content may get split a little bit, but we'll figure it out. Anyways, so... It's an incredibly tough task. It is. It is. It's pretty tricky. Some of you have already done the, your list or have been working <laughs> on your list. And I must say, you've done some pretty good lists. None of them are my list. So that's it's interesting how many different lists you can come up with for $118. Speaking of lists, have you ever seen... Life's too sh- the little life's too short, um, shorts on YouTube. It's like it's got it's got a guy. He's a he's a little person, uh-huh. and I guess he's like it's like he's following him around. But there's an episode with Ricky Gervais, and um, Liam Neeson comes in to do because uh, uh, he wants comedy lessons from Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> And it's hilarious. And one of the things he says is he was like, um, he says something about, I mean, I'm really good at making lists. That's actually why Steven Spielberg cast me in Schindler's List. I said, I'm really good at making lists. <laughs> and he said, <laughs> I'm perfect for this part. <laughs> Go look that up. It's one of the funniest things. I will. I'll look at does, that, does that work, Davis? The guy from Willow and yes, yes. he's the little guy you're talking about. The, yes, the little person. Okay. Yes, yes. I think I, I saw there was another There's... show with Ricky Gervais and uh, he had one of his buddies and he was sending him around the world to do stuff and his idiot abroad. It was it was called yeah. And, and Ricky yeah. Gervais and Stephen Merchant made fun of him the whole time. And I think Work Davis was on some of those episodes. It was pretty funny. So I love Ricky Gervais. So yeah, I'll have to check that out. There's several episodes of these. Um, the uh, my two favorite are is the Liam Neeson one and the uh, Johnny Depp one. Both are hilarious. But anyway, cool. anyway, I'll check it. Shadow of the Sun. Shadow of the Sun. Shadow. Shadow of the Ninja. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> You sound just like him. I know. With him not around anymore, you could just fill fill in for sure. I'll just I'm joining. Uh, well, I guess he's back with Soundgarden yeah, now. He's back with Soundgarden. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Shadow of the Ninja. You want some history? I do. I do, please. 
So the game Shadow of the Ninja was brought to you by the developer and publisher Natsume. Mm-hmm. Have we discussed anything by Natsume yet? And, and we have not discussed a Natsume game yet. So they uh, made games for the NES, MSX, the Game Boy, Super Nintendo, uh, that all the way up to Xbox 360. I mean, they've made games the entire time, but some of their early works were games called uh, Powerblade and The Jetsons, Cogswell's Caper, and of course this one. Uh, Shadow of the Ninja. Later in the life of Natsume, they actually split up into two different companies, an American division and a Japanese division. One of the funny things about that was when they split up, they both just took the name Natsume. (laughs) So there's two Natsumes out there. Well, there's a Natsume Company Limited, which is the Japan version, and then there's a Natsume Inc., uh, it's the American version. Hmm. Just kept it both. Nice. But Natsume actually uh, went on the, to merge with uh, uh, Atari and named itself Natsume Atari. So, there you go. In 2013. Yeah. So, but they're still making games, right? I think they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they they uh, did Harvest Moon. Were you a big Harvest oh, Moon yeah, fan? yeah. I love Harvest Moon. I forgot yeah. they did do Harvest Moon, didn't they? And, and, I mean, even bigger probably than Harvest Moon, real fishing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. A, right. Was that mm-hmm. the one for Dreamcast where you had the rod? Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. That's a fun game. That was actually a really fun game. Hey, I want to pause real quick um, and say that I think I'm jealous of your Snuggie. Is that a Snuggie? It is. It's for a UT people. Snuggie. I don't know how jealous I should be after the abysmal performance that we did yeah. in UMass, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I think I'm well, actually. Uh, Drew's over there with the Raiders shirt on, and the Raiders are getting smoked right now, actually. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Yeah, Let's we, we won't. That. But, uh, well, we don't have much to talk about with the Tennessee stuff, so. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but uh, We don't want to dwell on that. I just wanted to say that. Uh, and for those lucky enough to be Patreon donors and watching the behind-the-scenes video, you'll see what I'm talking about. He's got a pretty nice Snuggie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I didn't even know existed, but I may have to run out and get one. Did you get it at Walmart? I feel like that's a... Uh, you know what? My mom actually got it for me, so I don't really know where she got it. Okay. So, couldn't tell you. Okay. I'll call Probably her, I'll call Walmart. Her I'll call her up and ask her. I'm sure Walmart's got one. Yeah. Alright, so, so moving on. Back to this. Alright. This game originally released in Japan as Yami no Shigatonan Ka Cage. Which is translated into the uh, English as Cage the Darkness Warrior Cage. Cage the Darkness Warrior Cage. So, and Cage is with a... And Cage is with a K, by the way. Both of them? Or just one of the two? Both of them. Both of them. Okay. Both of them. Like his and we're sure that's not... It'd be off. Kage? We're sure it's not pronounced Kage? Oh, it's probably it may be Kage. Kage. <laughs> I mean, you guys, you know, I'm going to defer to you on all pronunciations. I mean, you're oh, no, 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 no. That's that's a big mistake on your part. Don't do that. <laughs> you, you see what happened last time you did that. You ended up with Drew Backo. So, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but life choices, um, I'm real good at them sometimes. 
if you like pronunciation, how about the programmer Kazahiko Ishihara? Ishihara. No. Or the artist Shinichi Tanaguchi. What about the music? And the music is by Aiku Mazutani, oh. Kaoichi Yamanishi. Yamanishi. That one just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. All right. But it was released in Japan in August 10th, 1990 and brought to North America shortly after in December 1990 and taken to Europe in July 25th, 1991. Uh, when it was released, GamePro actually uh, ran a contest awarding 10 readers a free copy of the game. And these 10 free copies were supposed to be separate uh, different from all the other copies in that they had a password feature that would not be re- uh, included in any of the replay ver- versions. Wow. So, yeah. So if you got one of those 10, you're pretty pretty lucky. Uh, that is, that's that pretty, is nice. pretty sweet. Because this, this game, we'll talk about it once we get rolling here, but it's pretty tricky. It gets a little difficult. So. That it does. Yeah. Um... It's been released for the Virtual Console and the Wii and the Nintendo 3DS and Wii U in 2015. Uh, Natsume actually began a development of the Game Boy version of this game, but they sold the publishing rights to Tecmo, uh, and and they revised it and created Ninja Gaiden Shadow to be released for Uh the game. So, there you go. Yeah. Um, but it was well received. Uh, GamePro put it in its greatest hits special issue. Um, Nintendo Power actually featured it in a 1991 article, Weird Heroes, for supposedly featuring the first male and female team in video game history. Wow. So. That's pretty cool. But that's about it for, you know, history. So, uh, well... Um, you know, over to me. you got you got this game. Did you find <laughs> the transition is going really well here? So yeah, it's going great tonight. Yeah, uh, segways are just smooth. We like mm-hmm. the smoothest of segways tonight. Uh, yeah, no, right. I, I do have this game, and I think uh, I don't know how many bad things we've said about Rob Luther over the years, but I may have to take most of them back. Because he actually gave me this game. He's just like, Whoa! Yeah. He's like, dude, you just, he gave me a, a, like a bag of games. And like, I, and well, I gave him a bunch of like old Ninja Turtle figurines too that I had in my basement. So it was a trade, but in hindsight, I don't feel like it was quite an even trade because this game's worth quite a bit of money. So <laughs> you're giving him turtles with missing a leg. And <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I gave him some pretty nice turtles, actually. Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, um, yeah, so he actually just uh, he gave me a bag of about five or six games, and this was one of them. And I was like, "Wow, thanks, dude!" So, I wonder if you realized what he had. He did. He did because I, I eventually once I realized what he had given me, I texted him and said, "Hey, uh, this is not an even trade. This game's there's a couple of these games that are worth a lot of money. Uh, so either take these back or let me give you some money or let me give you more turtles or something. Take my money. And so, well. So I think I end up giving him more turtles or something, but he's 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 really nice. He's just like, yay! I don't I don't play it. I know you'll get more use out of it than me. So he gave it to me. 
So, Rob Luther, yeah, I guess you're okay. You're a hero. We love you, Rob. Not all heroes wear capes. Some wear flannel. <laughs> That's right. Um, Drew, do you have this game? I do, yes. So, interestingly enough, even though I chose this game, I've only had it a few months. Um, I it, It's kind of weird that I never really knew about this game growing up because I played a lot of NES games and some of my favorite games were games like Double Dragon and uh, Ninja Gaiden, uh, even the, the Batman game. And this one I never even knew about. And recently, my wife and I purchased a new home. And in doing so, we kind of had to pack up stuff and kind of realized I had a lot of systems. I had like 22 different video game systems and a lot of games and realized I kind of need to pare down my collection. So what I started doing was trading in a bunch of my older systems and games that I wasn't using or playing at all that were just kind of sitting in tubs or whatever and decided I'm going to just kind of focus on three systems of for collecting, and then I have current-gen stuff as well. And I decided to go with NES, Super Nintendo, and Sega Genesis because those have the most nostalgic value to yeah. me. I know, I know, guys. And you get and, two out of three. Yeah, so and when I traded those in, I, I decided to... Yeah, as I said, I decided to pick up more more games that I either had as, kid, as, a, had as a kid and didn't uh, have any more and that I wanted, or games that I always wanted, or just games in general that I thought would be interesting. And one of the things that happened to me over the last couple of years is I had a kid, and I decided I wanted to kind of focus on picking up co-op games, games that I could play with him as he gets a little older, we could play together. And doing that research, I kind of ran across this game called Shadow of the Ninja, and I grew up obsessed with ninjas. They were my, my favorite of all things in the entire world. I have kind of an unhealthy obsession with Storm Shadow from G.I. Joe. I watched ninja movies, karate movies, anything I could. Sho Kazugi is a famous martial artist who made a bunch of movies like Enter the Ninja, uh, Revenge of the Ninja, and uh, watched his movies. Beverly <laughs> Hills Ninja, exactly. Uh, you know, stuff like Karate Kid, Bruce Lee movies, or uh, if you guys, did you guys ever see uh, Barry Gordy's Last Dragon? Have you heard of that movie? Uh, that, that sounds familiar, mm-hmm. but I've never watched it. It's it's pretty fantastic. Um, anyways, that was another one that I really loved as a kid, and that three might ninjas. come back. Three ninjas. Three the, the, the last dragon three might come back up when we talk about uh, retrofitted uh, trophies, so we'll just uh, okay. put that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, so I found this game, and I played it in demo mode. This is only, you know, six months ago or something, and decided this is one I really needed to have in my collection so I could play this with my son when he gets older, and I wanted to play it myself, and been been playing a lot of it over the last couple of months as anytime I got a chance so I fell in love with this game and decided this would be a good one to cover because I I didn't know about it I figured maybe other people didn't know about it so it'd be a good one to cover and let other people discover this game and hopefully they like it yeah that's good honestly I I never heard of it until Rob gave it to me like when he gave it to me and I looked at it I thought I didn't think for a second that it'd be expensive first of all Second of all, mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is a really cool looking game. Like, the cover of the game is really cool. Yeah. I was like, this, this is going to be fun, I bet. It's either going to be fun or it's going to be really disappointing because the cover looks so awesome. <laughs> right. And then I put I put it in, I was playing, I was like, yeah, this is really fun. And then I looked, I just happened to look up some of the prices and I was like, oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, so I guess we can go ahead and start talking about the game. Do we Sounds good. And uh, maybe start with the manual? Yes. I'm guessing you didn't get the manual with the game, did you, Drew? I did not. I made 
printed it out online though, so you know. Well, you gotta do what you guys did. You know. Yeah. But I got a manual, not an actual manual, but a electronic manual. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Perfect. So I must say the manual is pretty nice. It's very colorful. It's got lots of colors. Yes. It's got the uh, the main, basically the cover of the game on the cover of the manual, as a lot of manuals do. But uh, we'll start here. Let's say uh, note from Natsumi. Thank you for purchasing Shadow of the Ninja from Natsumi. We are proud and delighted that you have made this an addition to your video game library. We hope you receive many hours of entertainment from our product. I think that's a nice little... Yeah. You don't get that a lot, really. Read yeah. these manuals. Very polite. It is very polite. Uh, and then also, they give you some really good safety precautions. Um, for greater enjoyment of the game, please take the time to read this manual. The following items are for care of your game. One, avoid subjecting the game pack to extreme temperatures, changes, and shocks. Two, do not touch the terminal connectors. Keep them safe by storing the game in the protective storage case. Three, do not use solvents, thinners, alcohol, benzene, or other strong agents. I got to head. Put away the benzene. Yep, put away that uh, paint thinner. <laughs> do not dismantle the game pack. And, <laughs> and warning, do not use with front or rear projection TVs. Which yeah. that was always a thing back in the day. But honestly, so far, I mean, like the English is really good in this too. Like Natsumi is a Japanese company, but they got some really good translation going on here. Yeah, they do. Talk, we'll talk about that in the game too a little bit. All right, here we go. Story. This is what everybody really wants to hear. It's the year 2029. So, like, soon. It's coming up soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 12 soon. years away. 2029, and a madman controls the largest city in America. Feeling more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> the Emperor Garuda and his followers have built an impregnable... It's late, sorry. Impregnable... Stronghold as a monument to his evil. Conventional forces have been unable to stop his malevolent plans for total control. But Garuda is worried. You look like you want to say something, Justin. No, I just I was just thinking about how like there's a lot of video games that have little faith in the American people. Because there's a lot of video games that somehow Americans become like destitute or yeah. controlled by an emperor or dictator alien that's true it's just like it's just okay. Chicago or something just, uh, I'll, I'll just get Chicago that's all I need yeah okay alright reports have reached him that two figures have breached the outskirts of his city defenses for the first time he feels an inner chill for he knows the invaders are ninjas I tell you, yeah, he just got that feeling. You know it. Well, I mean, if you know ninjas are about to storm your house, uh, it gets a, you get the chills. You get the chills. He either, can smell it. Either because you're scared, like I would be, or because mm -hmm. you're like giddy to get to see some ninjas like Drew. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I could take a ninja. I just, I'm fascinated with them, you know. They don't scare mm -hmm. me. Though. I mean, it's what's the one or two ninjas, you know, eh. Right, right. I'm no Emperor Garuda. Exactly. 
Uh, Hayate and Lady Cade. I'm assuming I'm pronouncing this right. Probably not. Are ninjas. Kayade. Who? There you go. Kayade. Kayade. Oh, wow. See, I would think there'd need to be a Y in there. They need to put a Y in there. But who am I to judge? All right. Uh, they are ninjas of the Iga clan. Their mission is to infiltrate the fortresses of Garuda and destroy his wicked empire. They are armed with the weapons of the ninjutsu, the katana, the shuriken, and... Drew, can you help me out here? The sickle and chain, but I don't know how it's pronounced. Uh, let's see. I would go with... Kusarigama. Uh, Kusa, Kusarigama, yeah. Kusarigama. Kusarigama. Yeah. Together, they may have the strength to topple the empire. All right, there's a lot more stuff. We can dip into the manual a little bit more as we go if we need to, to talk about the places and stuff. But that we'll stop there for now and just start uh, talking about the game. So I didn't have it. I never played it as a kid. Like I said, I didn't even know it existed until Rob brought it to me. Um, but I imagine that this would have been the perfect game for Neighbor Kid and I back in the day. It really would have been. It's even... basically two-player Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Have, have either of you ever played this co-op? I have not, not. No, I've not got to play co-op yet. Me neither. Me neither. It's a shame. None of us have... Well, we, the, we're not going to get I need a couple more years so my kid get older. <laughs> we're not going to get good iTunes reviews for this. Because we haven't <laughs> fully explored this game. Of course, yes. Well, it's just... As, well, technically we have, right? Because, I mean, it's the same game. Just two players. Yeah, I mean, I've watched people play it two players. And it looks like fun. Yeah. Have you guys watched it at least? Yeah. I have I've YouTubed it and I have also well, I mean you gotta you gotta think both characters play exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of mystery to what two player would be like. It's just excitement building for eventually playing it yeah. in co op. Now I will say I'm I do believe that the Power Trip gaming guys on, have done it on YouTube, have played this game, and if they have, they've probably played two players. So if you want to see it played two player, go check them out, Power Trip Gaming on YouTube. But uh, yeah, this would be this would be an awesome two player game, and I wish I would have known about it or had it when I was younger and been able to play it with Neighbor Kid because I know we would have had a lot of enjoyment out of it. Or even Carl. Or even Carl, if I had to, you know, if I had to settle on Carl, I'd settle on Carl. <laughs> <laughs> you would have had to pop somewhere in the middle so he could pull a Carl, right? Yeah, that would uh, be of course. Yeah, I'd have to do all the fighting while his character just stood there and he had he ran off the pull car. <laughs> yeah. Typical. Uh, typical. He'd game. make you pause it. Yeah, he would make me pause it. <laughs> no, but it's like like I said, it's basically. I mean, the game plays a lot, a lot like Ninja Gaiden, um, mm. just in the, the style. It even kind of looks like it a little bit. Uh, I can see how. Tecmo bought the property or whatever you said, Justin, and started using it partly as a, a Ninja Gaiden spinoff or something. For the Game Boy, yeah. Yeah, for the Game Boy. I could see how they would do that because it's very, very, very similar. But it's, it does have that two-player that two player aspect. Uh, but one player, you can pick which character you want to be, which I thought was kind of cool. Yep, absolutely. You know, there, there are differences in the controls. Um you know, the one thing that I would have liked to have in this game that you do get in Ninja Gaiden or Gaiden, whatever you want to say, and you also get like in, in Batman is being able to climb up and down walls and or um, poles or whatever. That would have been that would have been sweet in this one. But you do get in this one, you get to hang underneath ledges and go hand over hand. 
uh, and then pull yourself up or go down and, and that that's really cool I actually really like that I kind of prefer that if I had to choose between the two I'd, I'd, I'd prefer to have the going hand over hand or hand over hand in this one so yeah I really like the platforming aspect of this game I think that was one of the big pluses of it so yeah the level design it works well for the because they do kind of use that a lot the the hanging from pipes or whatever and walk hand to hand across them and then you can flip up above them or flip down below them they use mm-hmm. that well for the most part in the game from what I could yep. tell you know I thought that was fun the um, the level designs in general are hit or miss for me not in the way they play but in the way they look uh, yeah. I thought the opening level is awesome like with the rain and you're like on a sh- carrier ship and stuff but then once you start getting uh, into the interior parts of the level, yeah, Drew's showing it there. But uh, once you get into like the interior parts, some of those kind of started to blend together for me. Just kind of almost like they change colors, but they don't really change design as much as I would have liked. But, yeah, I'm going to probably be odd man out, but I did not like the first level. The rain got on my nerves. It's almost like really? an eye strain. I don't, I don't know. It just wasn't, the background just didn't, play well for me i don't know like i said probably odd man out here but uh, i would say you are i'm gonna go with michael on this one i really like this the look of that first stage i thought it was really well done i think it's unique that's why i think that's why i like it because it's, it's pretty unique to it mm-hmm. feels like an old action ninja action movie you know mm-hmm. it's raining and you're on like a barge or something at night with lightning going and everything yeah tons of semen yep that's right <laughs> mm-hmm and but in my uh, unless you're on a river well yeah riverman and the riverman but no <laughs> uh in my defense i've never liked rain levels pretty much in any game even football games i hated playing in the rain it was just annoying to me well that's the most fun like in madden or something how dare you going yeah, it's not for me. I don't know. I just don't like that. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's, it's hey. not, if it's not your cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea. No one's perfect. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right, well, I... Okay, so, like I said, this is the first time for the show or that I've really dug into the game. Uh, I played it when Rob gave it to me, and I thought it was fun, but... It didn't really, I don't know, maybe there's some, something about maybe the difficulty or something about it It being, uh, I, this is going to be a bad way to say it, because Drew, you're probably going to hate me, but being kind of like a poor man's Ninja Gaiden, it almost made me feel like, since I couldn't play the two-player, because I didn't have a, two, a second person to play with, whenever I would play this game, I would always play it for a minute and be like, oh, I think I'd rather play Ninja Gaiden, if that, yeah. makes, if that makes any sense. Well, if you're familiar with that game, there's a comfort level to going back to yeah. what you know. And this one, if you if you had never heard of it, you may not have any kind of those nostalgic feelings. So it's just a matter of frustration sometimes with with the difficulty or whatever. So I can I can understand that. I, I would respectfully disagree, but I understand where you're coming from. This game, I the, from the first time I ever I I played it in that demo mode, I was like, okay, this is one I have to have. I really really liked it, and you know the animations of the characters specifically just sold me on it. I thought they were significantly better than what you see with Ninja Gaiden and 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 games of the of the like really. So, I was I was enthralled from from moment 1 with it. So, 
I do like the the enemy design in the game is really good. Like, yeah, the, the enemy sprites are very good. The the player though, it some just something that got me. He doesn't have a face. There's no face whatsoever. It's true. Yeah. It's just nothing. Very true. And this is this is something that just gets me, and I don't know why I can't explain it, but he's barefoot, and that really bothers me. He's a ninja. They don't wear shoes. Yes, they do. They wear those little toe shoes. Oh, the two the two toes. Yeah. They only have two toes. That's fine. <laughs> they can have they can have as many toes as they want, or as few toes as they want, as long as they got shoes on. Oh shoot, Joe here. I just didn't. I just couldn't get behind. I couldn't support him. Couldn't support the shoelessness. No. I mean, what if he steps on a nail or something? And there's lots of rocks and stuff. Yeah, but he's been See, running shoe. He's been running shoeless so long. His feet are probably just so tough. He doesn't need it. And that's gross exactly. to me. <laughs> Anyways, that's a that's a minor issue. Okay, that's a minor issue. My, yeah, uh, that's strange, is what that is. But yeah, yeah could be. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's just me. Uh, I, I feel like I'm bashing the game, but really, I really did enjoy playing this game. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, I do have there's few there's like quirks and stuff that I just that it may just be a preference because I'm used to playing other games where you could do other things, but uh, like the physics of the jump felt a little off to me, and it may just because I played so much Ninja Gaiden, and he feels a little more a little he feels a little lighter on his feet maybe. Then Ninja Gaiden, in Ninja Gaiden, your jump, you, it jumps quickly. He jumps a little bit slower. It's just over so slight, but it kind of mm-hmm. got under my skin a little bit. Yeah, I think if you go right from another game like a Ninja Gaiden to this game, it's going to feel a little off, uh, just because it is. It's a different kind of physics, I guess. You know, if, if you can call it physics in a game this old, but you know, he's to me, he feels heavier. He doesn't feel like he jumps as high, and he falls faster he falls sooner than you would in ninja guy yeah, yeah and you slip and you it seems like you kind of stay in the air a little bit longer and, and can attach two walls and stuff so yeah okay so this this game feels like his jump feels a little more realistic let's say it feels, mm-hmm. it feels like he doesn't quite jump as high he jumps yeah. a little slower in his jump but then his descent's a little bit faster so it feels a little more realistic and but again, that's not really a complaint. It's just something I noticed, and because I'm so accustomed to something else, it kind of got under my skin a little bit. Um, but the the biggest thing for me, and this may just be I couldn't figure out what button did it. Uh, but is there a way to change weapons once you pick up a new weapon, or are you stuck every time? That was the biggest thing for me. That's the biggest yeah. gripe I have. Is if I pick up a weapon that I don't want, like I really want the chain weapon. Yeah. The yeah. So, that's, yeah. That's that's the best weapon. But I would accidentally pick up something else and I'd lose it, and it really got on, my, really got on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the opposite. I actually really prefer the sword in this. The nice thing about the let's let's see if I can pronounce it the Kasurigama. The nice thing about that is you can it, it does have that longer reach, and then you can go at a diagonal or even aim it straight up, which is really nice. It's convenient. That's why I like it. And there are certain certain places where that's really necessary. But the one thing that frustrates me with that particular weapon is if an enemy gets too close to you, the uh, the sickle at the end of that chain goes past them and you don't actually damage them if they're too close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kept me. So I like the sword because what happens is when you get when when you hit those little um, 
I don't know what they're called, the the little boxes that have the weapons inside of them. If you get if you already have the sword and then you get a, and then you get another sword, it upgrades your sword. And then if you get another one, it upgrades your sword again. Yeah, so it, like it does a little more... sonic boom coming Repeat. out of it or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. More like yeah, Strider or something. There. Yeah, like yeah. A Strider sword. So I really like the sword because once you get that upgraded to that second stage or even especially that third stage, it's really it's to me I think it's more powerful. I don't know, I can't verify that, but I think the sword is is a more powerful weapon. So you're killing your enemies faster when they have when they take multiple hits and then you can still get that range and it's pretty rare that you have to go up or diagonal, uh, but there are certain locations where it's necessary, I guess. So, yeah. you know. We'll see. Go back. The the perfect solution to this would be to hit select and you could bounce back and forth between the sword and the yeah. or something, you know, but that, that may be, they may design it on like that on purpose so that you had to really think about what you're picking up. But yeah. the way this game works is sometimes I would pick things up on complete accident. Cause I, it, sometimes it's just unavoidable picking up another weapon. I mean, they put them in the box so that if you, as long as you don't hit it, you can run by it and not pick it up. But in the frantic smacking the button trying to hit the bad guy, sometimes you accidentally open the box, and then in order to dodge something, sometimes you accidentally pick it up, and then all of a sudden I'm stuck with a level one sword that I don't want. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. Did you guys notice that once you get once you take damage, that if you have a upgraded sword or or, or chain sickle, if you get hit enough, it knocks it down, so it's not as powerful, and then you can go back down from like level three to two to one just by taking damage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that was frustrating to me. That's a little little much. I thought difficulty level wise, that wasn't necessary. <laughs> like, just let me keep my my leveled up weapons. But yeah, uh, a lot of games do that though. So I, I, it wasn't that unusual to me, you know. But I could see that as being once you start tacking on all the different difficulty things that come along with this game, just adding that one more thing that your your weapon doesn't stay leveled up. Yeah, I could see that gets that can get kind of frustrating. There's some examples of Nintendo hard on this game, but I think that for the most part, I think it's a really enjoyable game. And, and I think the frustrating thing about the and Michael, you kind of alluded to, to it about when you get the weapon that you don't want is it's such a fast-paced game. You you have to it's 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 hard to say oh I don't want that and then by the time you say that you've already got it. Yeah. Because you're moving so fast, and it is a fun and gun game. It's a it's a fast paced game that uh, that you don't have a whole lot of decision making time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was. I was gonna say there's definitely moments where I stood there and just waited for that weapon to disappear that's in front of me because I didn't want to try and jump over it and risk accidentally getting it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just stood there and wait, waited for it to disappear. <laughs> You know, they do disappear at least after, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds, something like that. So that's good. I guess I just feel like you shouldn't have to do that. You know, I don't know. Go on. Shoot. Shoot. Go away. Go away. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, that's enough complaint for me. I think that's really all the complaints. I just want to get all my complaints out. Mm -hmm. okay? Yep. Because I, I think uh, other than that, we, I could start talking nothing but good stuff. So, the, like I said earlier, the enemy designs are awesome. And I love the boss designs too. I love how I love the futuristic mechanical combo. One of my favorite things. I'm not a huge ninja fan, but when I do have ninjas, 
in games and media. I like it when it's like ninjas in modern times. So there's like ninjas versus guns or ninjas versus tanks. Right. That's the kind of ninjas I like. And this is this is what this game is. Yes. Yep. So you don't like the ninja competition? What do you mean? Like the American Ninja Warrior? So like a three ninjas or karate kid? No, it's I'm not karate really just no, yeah. not really. Yeah. No. I like the like ninjas in modern times. That's what I like. Yeah. Ninja All right. Future times. Future ninjas are cool too. Not ninjas from the futures that come back in time. I don't like those. I like ninjas that are already in the future and the movies in the future, or ninjas that are from the past that go to the future. Those are good. Also, like Beverly like, Hills ninjas. Like, mm-hmm. Sci-fi ninjas. Sci-fi ninjas. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That's the best. Yeah. Like I and I noticed in the on the cover of this game, it looks like your ninja is like half robot or something. Or he's got like a robot arm. That's he does, cool. yeah. I didn't. Know he does not in the game. game. No, he doesn't in the game. But that's a cool. That's that's really what part part of what drew me in on the cover is he's got like a arm and there's like a big gunship flying behind him and stuff. I wish they would have yeah. made it even more sci-fi in the game than they did. Like, but you know what can you do? It's only 2029. Yeah. yeah, can't get too futuristic with it. Yeah, can't can't get too futuristic. Yeah, if they could have had borrowed a little Contra level design and added it, sprinkled it into this game, that would have been that would have been great. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, what did you guys? So we're kind of talking about graphics, but what did you guys think overall? Graphics, level design, character design. I know. I know. We both. We've all said we love the enemies and the bosses go along with that. But the bosses are big too. You guys notice how big the bosses get? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Huge. But, but they're they're not huge like contra huge, but they're huge in that they're like an actual sprite looking guy. Yeah. He looks like a person, but he's look, he looks like a, maybe an eight or nine foot tall person. <laughs> right. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, there is that the the tank. What is it? The end of the second level. Um, I don't know what that tank is called, but with the shoots all the uh, oh, the, yeah. the missiles on you, and it has that. To kind of hit, you know, that's a pretty massive thing, and that's that was a cool that was a cool boss. I, I really enjoyed that one. Um, but yeah, I thought the boss designs were great. I I do like the bigger sprites. I thought the golden samurai guy at the end of I think it's the third stage. Uh, he was really he was kind of really cool. Favorite as far as the 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 look of him, uh, he was super easy to beat. And that's actually one thing with this game that I thought was a little strange is. You know, getting through the levels is pretty tough, but I thought at least the first three bosses were super easy. Did you guys find that too, or yeah, just me? About, it, it was all pattern recognition with the bosses. It was almost like a yeah. Mega Man boss, or like a the bat. It reminds me of the Batman game a little bit on the bosses. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I thought they were they, in, in comparison to the level that you had to go through to get to the boss. I thought the bosses were pretty easy. I agree. Yeah, yeah, but I definitely thought the sprites on the bosses were great. Uh, just even your basic run-of-the-mill enemies in the game, too, are really... They're varied enough. They're not a huge variation in, in guys, but I thought the the different sprites that they had for each of those, you know, mainline characters, uh, enemies, I thought were, were really well done and interesting to look at and interesting to fight as well. I thought, you know, there's a few of them that really frustrated me up front, you know, especially the, like the shield guys with the guns. It took me a few... I don't know. It took me a couple of weeks before I really realized exactly how easy those guys are to, to fight once I realized their pattern. But um, you know, they're they're a cool design. I like the shield and the gun. That was that was pretty interesting. So 
the ninjas, like the enemy ninjas, are always were always kind of tricky for me. Like the ones that come flying out of the water in level two, mm-hmm. I usually just ran past them and didn't even try to fight them. And like the wind ninja, you know, the ones like the little whirly gig tornado guy. That's fourth level, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the naked guy that throws the boomerang. <laughs> yeah, the punk rock guy with the the mohawk. I think he has. Yeah, that's a little madman throughout this game. Yeah, yeah. So I th- I thought the enemy designs were great. I thought the character, the main character designs, uh, I was they felt a little odd to me. I don't know. I don't know what I couldn't quite place it. I thought that I actually liked the female character better than the male character in game. Like I said, on the cover, I thought the male character was really cool, but in game, I, I like the female character a little bit better. Yeah. As far as on the cover, she, on the cover, she looks like a reporter or something. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't really look ninja. No, no. Really. She's, she's just kind of in the background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but in game, I actually preferred, and it may just been because she was red, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But in I general, go back. I didn't. You you like switch back and forth. There's- yeah, I just I don't really have a preference. I I go back and forth. I play play both of them. Just kind of whatever's suiting my fancy that day. So yeah, that's cool. But uh, I thought the uh, the main characters. I don't know. I, maybe it's also the shoeless thing again for me. The shoeless thing. But uh, anyways, I thought they were okay. But I yeah. thought they were not as good as the enemies to me. Definitely. And then the yeah. backgrounds, the, the levels themselves, um, I don't know. Some parts were awesome and really cool, like the the boat and then, I uh, can't think off the top of my head, some of the other ones, but... Sewer. Yeah, the boat sticks out the most to me, but some of the interior designed levels, like the sewer, I didn't really like the sewer all that much because it seemed like just a generic sewer. Yeah. You got a sewer level in an NES game, though, and yeah, it checked that box. The Air Fortress, I thought, was was really cool. I think that's the fourth stage, if I remember I right. Like, yeah, I did yeah. like the Air Fortress level. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, to me, that the the level design was usually pretty good. There's like some auto scrolling sections and stuff. Uh, and like like we said earlier, it's, they're tricky. Most most of, especially once you get to about level three on, they're all somewhat difficult mm-hmm. but I thought the designs were cool but the graphics of them were kind of hit or miss for me because they do they change a lot I, I'll give them that they do change a lot like mm-hmm. you go each level each stage has multiple levels so there's like stage one two one three one four or whatever and then two mm-hmm. one two 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 three that kind of thing and each one looks different yeah. How he go? How how your ninja transfers between all these things? I don't know because some of them don't make sense how they would connect together. But <laughs> you know, it's fine. Right. But there's totally. there's variation. But to me, the variation was kind of like some of them were great, some of them were just kind of mediocre. Yeah, I could I could see that. I thought I didn't think any of them were were bad. Uh, there's just to me some of them are more memorable than others. I guess it, I didn't think they, that they looked bad per se. It just wasn't as memorable. So um, I thought the Air Fortress was definitely memorable. I thought the first the first stage with the boat and the rain I, that you know because you play it the most because every time you start the game up you got to play that. But also just the look of it I thought was was almost iconic that's what i think of immediately when i think of this game is that particular stage so yeah. um 
Yeah, but I I thought it was I thought it was well done overall. I mean, there's I don't really have too many complaints. I actually really like the main characters, the graphics, uh, you know, the the sprites of the main characters. I think they both are well done. I like the shoeless thing. Um, <laughs> I think I think that's pretty cool to be honest with you. Um, and then as far as just the animations of them and. I, I couldn't be happier with how that turned out. So I think they did great. The, the animations on the characters, I'll give you that. The, the, it is very smooth. smooth mm, yeah. Oh, another one I like is the uh, the one the level that has the city in the background. I, like, I thought that was really cool. The roof, like that. That's the one where you fight the samurai. I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the rooftops. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah. So that one's cool. Um, but yeah, no, I think the animations are all pretty smooth. It, it feels good. Like the flippy animation where you're hanging and then you flip up. I, that's that's really cool because it looks like he pulls yeah. himself up. He turns toward. He turns away from the screen and pulls himself up. That's kind of neat. I think another thing. Okay, I gotta go back to the shoeless thing one more time, and I'm done. One more time. All right. <laughs> okay. I think part of the reason why I don't like that too is because it seems a little bit lazy. Because the main character, the blue guy, has two colors. He's got, I feel like they just kind of went, okay, he's wearing a blue, he's wearing blue clothes. And then everything that's not blue clothes is just going to be skin colored. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, and I hate to say, I, take away the lazy part because I hate calling developers lazy because it's, I know it's not going to be easy to make these games, you know? Yeah, I would be much more lazier. Yeah. That's right. Can't even get it, you can't even get your English right. Hey, how dare you? <laughs> Alright, what about the uh what about the sound and the music? Uh that was amazing. Level two, I really loved the music. Especially when it did that that da, 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 like the little bassy mm-hmm. kinda Oh yeah. Music in this part. Game is great. Yeah. I love the music in this game. This I would say is probably my favorite soundtrack of any NES game. I absolutely oh. adore it. I adore it. I think it's 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 right up there. I mean, the only other game that I think is on its level to me is Journey to Cilius. If you have ever played that, it's a really fantastic game too. Really hard, harder than this game. Um, but then, you know, like Blaster Master is also really good. Castlevania, I think, is fantastic. But this one, to me, it's just it's everything I look for in in eight bit NES chip tune type music. It is it is perfect. Like the opening theme, um, I guess, title screen music, whatever. Before you enter any stage. If you just turn the game on and let it play, that that song to me is the best in the game. But stage one, stage like there's not a bad track on there. Honestly, it's all it's all really good. Mm-hmm. I would say probably one, two, and maybe three are probably my favorites. So I guess it starts off strong, gets less strong as it goes. But I I think all five stages have great music. I agree. I think the music's great. Yeah, I think I don't know that I would say that's my favorite. But I would say that I would put this up there with among the the giants of good music on the NES. So like this one, this one fits right up there with the Konami's and, of the world. Absolutely. So I'm with you on that one. All right, Drew, I'm going to throw it to you since you this is your game and you're on the show for, for this game. Is there anything else you want to say before we start talking about it, if it's worth it? Uh, let me see. I think. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I thought the bosses were a little easy. Uh, did you guys actually beat the game? I did not beat it. And then something else we can talk about is the way that the continue system. You get five continues, and then yep. you got to start over. It's like an old school NES game. 
I like the idea of the password system that you were mentioning in the history segment. That would, that would, that could be cool. Mm-hmm. That would have been restarted. great. Yeah. It could have restarted like on level four where I kept dying, you know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so I did not beat it either. I did not beat it either. I've, I've made it to Emperor Garuda and I've died by him. That was the, as far as I've made it. I made it to the final boss and died. Uh, but I, I generally, when I play, I get up to, uh, I don't know what his name is. I'm going to call him the Birdman, that the boss of the fourth stage. Uh, yeah. That you beat him up, and then he changes into like the guy with wings and comes at you. I usually die by him. I get by him every now and again, um, and then I've made it. Like I said, two Emperor Guru to one time, and I've, I've died by him. But that's as far as I've made it. But um, I think the first three bosses is maybe a little too easy, um, and some of the stages are a little too too hard. But um, other than that, I mean, I just it's it's really fantastic. I'm going to keep playing it until I beat it, and I'm looking forward to playing this with my kid when he gets a little older, so it's going to be great. Yeah. I, uh, I awesome. made it to level f- the Air Fortress level, and that, I guess that's the one where you fight the Birdman, right? Yeah, yeah, the end of that uh, one. I, I didn't make it to him a lot, but um, when I did, he, he kicked my tail. So, it's tough. so I, had, I had to watch the rest of the game on the YouTubes. Thank goodness for YouTube. But, <laughs> sure. But no, I, I, I will probably pl- continue to dabble in this game until rob takes it back from me so once he hears this episode and realizes exactly how much it is worth because i'm not sure he knows exactly how much it's worth but you know better so when he takes it back from me maybe i can have a beat by then we'll see yeah there you go so force him to play with you co-op first make him come and get it play through it co-op and then he can take it home yeah Yeah. hold it right play with me first yes yeah Right, speaking of the price of this game, Justin, how much how much does it go for exactly? Well, there's some there's some wide ranges. The cheapest I was actually able to find it for was fifty three dollars. Uh, Drew, how much did you pay for this this gem here? So this gem, I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. First, I call myself Drew. Now I'm saying a horrible word. I'm about to yeah. take you to the show. This is bad. Okay. Um, I first tried buying it. I tried bidding on eBay and tried lowballing a bunch of times and never won it. Um, I almost got it for like $22 a couple of times, like in the low 20s. And every time in that last like 10 seconds, it would shoot up to like 50 bucks, 60 bucks. And that was above my max bid. So I I tried the eBay thing a few times. Finally, I ended up going to my local video game, uh, retro game shop in in Loveland, Colorado. Shout out to Games Ahoy. And um, when I... Games Delicious. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The Chewy Games Ahoy. Um, But anyways, yeah, I I traded in some games and picked it up on on trade there. And it was 60 bucks, $59.95, whatever. So that's essentially what I paid. Six okay. and that was yeah. three, four months ago, something like that. So, so that's pretty fresh. So it's, we can just say it's about sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. So then the question is: Is it worth it? Oh boy. It depends on who you are <laughs> yeah. and why you're watching. If you're a collector and you want to get the best of the system, then yes, it's going to be worth it because it is, in my opinion, one of the best games on the NES. Um. If you are the casual game collector and you don't mind playing games in quote unquote demo mode, then maybe not. Then, you know, unless unless you, you're wanting to have the higher price games and, and have that for your collection, you probably don't need it. Play it in the demo mode, but um, 
to me, it is it is one that I want to play with my kid. It is one of the best games on the system. Has the best music on the system. I think it is worth it. I would I would pay that much money for it. And since I did, I guess that's probably <laughs> right the right thing for me to say. How am I going to spend sixty bucks on it and then say no, it's not worth it? So definitely, I would say it, it's 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 as good or better than any current gen game, uh, in my opinion. And those are sixty bucks. So there you go. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So I, uh, I go. You go. You want to go first, Justin? Yeah. Oh, uh, Drew pretty much hit the nail on my head. I think when it comes down to this game, um, I'm not sure I would pay sixty dollars for it. Just if in in my current setting of you know finances and game, especially finances for games, I'm not sure I would put sixty dollars down. Especially when it's on the virtual console, get it on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, makes it kind of tough to argue to get it for sixty dollars. It's a little steep. Yeah. So, I, a few things play into it for me. One, sixty dollars is the price of a game of a modern game now. That's what you pay for a brand new modern game now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this, um, the the this game is more akin to what an indie game now would be. That sure. that doesn't really matter a whole lot, but it does when you consider that that price point is normally around about twenty dollars for something like that. This is better than the majority of indie games and mm-hmm. the majority of a lot of modern games that are sixty dollars too. So there, you got to play into that too. This is better than those games. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it all comes down to yes, you can get it on the virtual console. I, I'm assuming it's still available in the store, even though the Wii U is kind of phasing out. Yeah, but um, so and it's probably like eight dollars there. It is a lot easier to play two player on a regular Nintendo plugged into a TV though than it is on pretty much anything else. And you get that sweet cart with that with that awesome cover. So that's true. You yeah. How much are you willing to pay for that awesome cover? That's that's part of the that's part of the factor right there. I don't know. Can I get it complete? How much is it complete in box? Because then you get the box, and the box has got to be great looking. I'm sure yeah. it's pretty, it's the same as the game. So I would guess at least a hundred if you're probably if you want complete in box. My 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 guess would be I I did not look at that. I don't. I, I saw one. I saw one that was complete in box. It was 150. There you go. All right. So all right, I'm gonna say I struggle to recommend this for. Anybody except for a seasoned collector that's still collecting games. If you are a someone who, if you are a person who already has a bunch of games in your collection and you're just looking for other little games to grab, this is a really great game. And especially if you can play two player with it. If you're new to collecting and you're you don't have a lot of NES games and you're just kind of starting your collection, this is not this is not the game to get yet. I have five or six. Take the sixty dollars and get you know, six games. Yeah. That are as good as this game. I'm not going to say better, because Drew will kill me. But as good as this <laughs> game, <laughs> uh, you can get like five or six games that are as good as this game. So Yeah, yeah we'll get Ninja Gaiden, Double Dragon, Batman, and, you know, Turtles 2, and, you know, I don't know, something else. I'm guessing the price is just inflated because it may be a bit more rare. Because none of us here had ever even heard of it growing up. Yep. And this seems right. like the type of game we would have heard of. So it must have just been somewhat rare. 
I think you might be right. It's somewhat late in the Nintendo life cycle too. I mean, 1990, late 1990s. So. Mm-hmm. Late 90s? Like 1999? Yes. Late 1990. <laughs> oh, late 1990. Late 1990. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> All right, so retrofitted trophies? Anyone? Got a couple. Got a couple. All right. I have six. Six? Whoa, I gotta come up with some more. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Furiously typing there, I see. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, you can start us off then, Drew. Give us a, give us right. a couple. So, this, so my trophies are are going to mean a lot more to somebody who has seen the movie Barry Gordy's Last Dragon, because it's all quotes or references to that movie. So, nice. the first one uh, is "Kiss My Converse," and that is get stomped by the stage one boss, who I think is called Missile Man. Uh, he's that kind of robot that drops down on top of you. So you get stopped by him. That's called "Kiss My Converse." Oh, we forgot to, I think we forgot to mention a couple other things about the game. Okay. There's, there's some mini-boss type things throughout the game, too, that are not full-on bosses, but they, they're like bosses at the end of the stage segments, I noticed. Mm-hmm. And then there's also some pretty sweet cutscenes. So, mm-hmm. I always like cutscenes in these old games, so I like that. Anyways, continue on with your trophies. Okay, you want me just to go through all my trophies? Uh... Go through, you said you got six, go through half, and then Justin and I will chime in, and you, you can finish this out. Okay, sounds good. All right, so that first one, Kiss My Converse, was getting stomped by the stage one boss, getting stepped on. Uh, then, hey, man, what it looked like. That is the beat the stage two boss, and the reason I say what it looked like, that big tank, he kind of has an eye that you have to beat on. So, you know, looking and in the eye. That's another quote from the movie. And the next one, um, the Shogun of Harlem. And that is beat the stage three boss, which is the uh, the Golden Samurai. He's the Shogun of Yeah. All right. You got to see the movie. You got to see that movie. You'll know, you'll know what that's all about. I need to see that. You says Last Ninja. Last Dragon. Barry last Gordy. Dragon. Dragon. Bruce Leroy. And Shonuff. Mm. Barry Gordy. All right. All right, Justin, you got a trophy? Yeah, uh, first one is Under the Sea, and that is beat the first level, which is the seaport, and go to the next level, which is the underground sewers. Yes, there you go. Do you have to sing it like uh, the lobster yes. man? Yes. Okay. Right. You mean Sebastian? I'm... Sebastian, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm not a big Disney tune guy either. <laughs> okay. I just know there's a song, right? I, and actually, we were talking about The Simpsons a few episodes ago. I usually think of The Simpsons version of that song, too. Mm-hmm. Homer, you think all of our problems can be solved with moving under the sea. <laughs> all right. Uh, I've got one called Castlevania Wannabe, and that is get the uh, sickle weapon. Yeah. Yeah. My next one is Roof of Gold, and that is beat the level three with the golden samurai on the rooftops. Nice. All right, I've got one called Girls Rule and Boys Drool, and that is beat the game as the Red Ninja. Nice. Kayete. Yeah. I act like I'm pronouncing that properly. I act like I'm the authority on how to pronounce that name, and I really have no idea either, so 
somebody I'm sure is going to be mad at me for saying that and trying to be so authoritative. authoritative. <laughs> I'll, I'll just chime in and say Cade. That way, Cade. Yeah, it sounds it sound as country and as hickish as I can. That way, everybody will think, whoa, wow, Drew's really smart compared to Michael. <laughs> I appreciate that, yeah. Thanks for helping me out. No problem. Hopefully uh, my wife uh, Yeah. <laughs> you got any more, Justin? One more. Uh, the B-52 trophy and that is beat the air fortress level because the b-52 is known as the strata fortress okay nice all right i got one more too it's called tom r will be impressed and that is beat this game without losing a life all right that would be really really hard (laughs) i may have a simpler trophy in my repertoire over here so is it also called Tom Morrow Be Impressed? It is not, but that's a pretty good one. That's that's okay, a good. Well, I got name. another one for Tom Morrow Be Impressed. Okay. Uh, play two player, and just fight each other because apparently you said Tom Arnold's calling out podcasters now, so or calling out uh, <laughs> yeah internet Inter- trolls. Yeah, internet yeah. trolls. Yeah. So you just play two player, troll each other, and just fight on the screen. Tom <laughs> be impressed. That's one thing I don't know. Is there? Is there uh, friendly damage in this? Uh, there can't be friendly damage in this. If, if it is, then this game knocks down on my recommend list because that would be, <laughs> that'd be terrible. Yeah. I would doubt it too. Yeah, but that would be really hard to not do. So that's all. I the do trophies still have three I'm more trophies. All right. So I'm gonna go with my next one. Uh, who's the master? Show enough. And that is lose your last continue on the final boss. That is the last trophy I have. That I would have earned. That's so, sad. That hurts. That hurts the heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. One day, though. One day, I will be the last dragon, which is my next trophy, and that's beat the game. And then, if I keep at it, my mom always told me I could do anything I put my mind to. So if I keep at it, I will then achieve the glow, and that's my final trophy, the glow, and that's beat the game on one life. Mm. I don't know. Somebody's going to have to watch. The, somebody who's watched The Last Dragon is going to have to chime in and say, oh, yeah, great trophies, because I don't know. Yeah. I'm assuming they're great. Hopefully somebody's seen it. Hopefully <laughs> somebody else like has seen There's, you know, it's it's maybe a movie geared towards people of a certain ethnicity, and there's not a lot of those people in the two dudes community. So we may not have anybody else who's seen this movie, but I recommend it. You want some street cred, everybody? Go go watch that movie, and then tell all your black friends at work that you've seen it and they'll like you more. Lord knows Uh-oh. I need some street cred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, how do you want to rate this game? I think now I think we have to name rate this game after a ninja movie, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think we have to. We've talked about them so much that if we're going to rate this game. Is it two on the nose? No, not, not not tonight. All right. So who's going first? I will. You go first. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with um, Revenge of the Ninja. And that is a Shokazugi movie. Um, the reason I'm going to go with that one is because it had both him and his son playing as ninjas in modern times and they kind of co-op 
fight the bad guys in a foreign land and this game has that co-op feature and then although i've never played it i intend on playing this game with my son so i'd be like show and then he my son would be and then you know it kind of works out so that's what i'm gonna go with revenge of the ninja also a great movie if you like ninja movies from the 80s watch it you'll you won't you won't be regretted i promise all right that that sounds uh that sounds good Justin. All right, I'm gonna go. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Because, yeah, um, you know, awesome game and an awesome movie. Enough said. All right. Fair. Show enough. Okay, I'm gonna go with Kiss of the Dragon. Gently mm. movie, because I like Gently is a very good modern ninja. A lot of his movies. I know he's also does 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 those Chinese movies where it's very not modern at all. But he does his Americanized movies are all modern karate movies. So Kiss of the Ninja is one of my favorite uh, Jet Li movies. This is probably one of my favorite ninja games on the NES. So I give I give that that movie. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but uh, thinking back, I really would like to see the scene where he goes into the dojo near the end. Have you seen that movie? Either one of you? No. I've seen it, but it's been a while, so you'd have to refresh my memory. Yeah, okay. So, well, there's one scene near the end when he's like, it's like the last, you know, those movies always have like a string of fights at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like the first fight in the string of fights at the end of the movie. It's just really Nice. Into a, it, like a dojo, and there's like all these people that they're training already, and he has to fight them all. It's good. All right. I'll go back and rewatch that if you watch Last Dragon. All right, I'll watch last track. Promise. All right. I uh, should have done a co-op one. Maybe I should do the one with him and DMX. That's like a co-op. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there oh, you that go. Movie's not very good. Exit wounds? Is that the one? Maybe. I don't remember. I think name. so. Yeah. I think yeah. it's called Exit Wounds. Yeah. But... I just know it's Jet Li and DMX. Yeah. Yeah. What a combo. <laughs> All right. So, we got some feedback somewhere? A little bit. Got a little Facebook feed. we got a feed. lot of feedback, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I got some Facebook feedback, which uh, starting us off with some vulgarities. Oh, no. Yawn and hook. Uh, I'm just going to shorten it to, he says, fantastic game. Uh, Matt Daly says, kick butt soundtrack. The game is too hard, though. Timmy Mac says graphics and controls are excellent. The game is quite difficult, but worth a try if you have the means. A good game made by uh, Natsume. Yeah, we're probably going to get a lot of difficult feedbacks, but it's one of those difficult... I don't know if we mentioned this on the show, but it's one of those difficult where you feel like it's your own fault, so it's not that bad that it's difficult. You know, it doesn't feel cheap. Most of the time it doesn't feel cheap, so... It's yeah. not the most difficult NES game, I don't think. It's no, it's it's not the most difficult. There's definitely harder. I can make it into level four out of five or however many levels there are. It's not the yep. most difficult NES game. Yeah, there's five levels, sixteen stages if you count the the dashes in there. So yeah, so there's if I can make it that far, it's not that difficult because I'm not very good at NES games. <laughs> I'm not very good at any games. There's, there's a lot of NES games we play for the show that I did not make it past like the second level. So I hear you. I'm the same way. Maybe I shouldn't do yeah. that. Yeah. No, it's fine. 
makes, it makes the rest of us feel better about ourselves. So go ahead and admit it. Okay. All right. You're doing the world a service. Right. Just think of it that way. All right. Uh, so Stephen Michael says, I love this game. I also love pumpkin pie. Stay tuned for my voicemail. Find out which one I love more. <laughs> <laughs> he did leave us a voicemail. Ivan Kaproth Joslin says, I love this game. I also love pumpkin pie. Stay tuned for my voice. <laughs> I just Okay. Again, oh. screwing up was tonight. Steven's, was that Steven's feedback in the it voice was. of Ivan? It was. Okay. Ivan Kaproth Joslin said, never <laughs> played it, but the box art makes it tempting. Sorry about that. Uh, yes. I think I had a dialogue with him. Yes, um, Jan Ian Hook says Pal Box art is far superior. Uh, and then Drew said, "It is, it is worth trying out. Not cheap, but a good, but a one of the best games on the system." Dan Biscaglia said, "Rad game." John Wedgeor says, "I like, I like." Freddy Velasquez says, awesome ninja game. Very fun. True classic. Rob Luther says, oh, this is one of my favorite beat-em-ups of all time for the NES. I wish I knew what happened to it. I haven't <laughs> seen it in a while. No, he didn't say that last part. He didn't say that last part. <laughs> I do wonder sometimes if he remembers it. He get, like when he makes comments like, this is one of my favorites. If he remembers it. Like, yeah. Rob, when you listen to this, if you want it back, just holler. I'll get it back to you. Jeremy if Sharp you come said, up and play, come up with yeah, yeah, if you come over and play call. Yes, yes. Jeremy Sharp says, I want to try it. I just checked in with the local place, and they ha- only have a complete for $100. Not sure I want to uh, pay that to try it. Um, and then Drew says, the game looks intriguing. You should have a handsome and intelligent guest on to discuss it. Mission accomplished, guys. Nice work. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Walker says, never heard of it. Great pod. That's a shame. <clears throat> Did you see? Actually, I didn't do that justice. Daniel Walker says, never heard of it. And then there's just a lot of empty space. And then it says, great pod. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. It sounds like something we would do. Right. Ken Kuzumal says, "Oh my God, I love this game so much. You don't even know. Probably one of my one of the top three in Nintendo games for me of all time. A magical assembly of bits and bytes conjoined to make a masterpiece of eight bit magic." I kind of have a little man crush on Ken right now. That's that's pretty fantastic. Uh, Jeremy Sharp says, "The way you guys are talking, I'm considering trading this in to get it." You know what he's holding? Ninja Turtles. Tournament Fighters. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. That'd be a tough call. Yeah. Yeah. I think I kind of talked about it. Shadow Ninja is definitely a better game, but Mm -hmm. Tournament Fighters is definitely more of a hard-to-come-by game. Rare. Collectible. Seth Coronado says, I was just playing that last night. Fun game, but hard as... I don't know if I can say this on friendly. I'll just say hard just as nails. P. Okay. Hard as P. Yeah, it's hard as P, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty soft. 
Douglas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's just a letter in the alphabet, you know, nothing wrong with it. Oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> Douglas Delecki Jr. says, uh, that's one of the magical 85 I am missing. Heard good things, but don't have the cash for it yet. And that rounds us out for the old Facebook feedback. All, All right. right. I do have some Facebook page feedback if you guys are interested nope no I'm just okay. go ahead <laughs> well I'm gonna give it to you anyways yep alright uh, well Ken I'm not gonna read yours again Ken but Nathan Robite says I remember playing this one with my brothers I think after a lot of sweat and frustration we beat it and then Adam Kerr says, This game plagued my young mind. It was my standard bearer for non-Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle type ninjas. Alright. Jacob Ball says, This game is fun and mandatory. So you have Alright. Yeah. Adam Malone says, I never heard of it, but the cover art would be would entice both young and current me. Mm. That's kind of how I felt about it. Uh, Ryan R. Jackson says, I played it once. Have no memory of it. Obviously left an impression. Yeah. I could see how this, I could see how this game, if you played it when you were younger and just completely never played it again and, and kind of forgot about it, that you would just forget about it. Because it's just, it's, it's, it's fun as it is. And it's just one of those games where there's not anything that really jabs you and sticks into you, you know? But. If you played a lot, maybe you'd remember. But I could see how if you just rented it one weekend, you could forget about it. Because I know there's a lot of games I did that with. Mm-hmm. Some of them were probably great. Peter Guzman says, I love this cover. Only reason I bought it, it's a gem. How dare Peter. you. Come on, Peter. He sounded like Justin there. I know. I know. <laughs> Sometimes Peter can be a jerk. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding, Peter. All right, Twitter. Twitter says, log in. And I want to log into it. I know. I'm just kidding. Some weird feedback. Paul and Andy from At Power Trip Gaming says, this is a Ninja Gaiden clone, but not as polished. Lousy hit detection, mediocre controls. We got frustrated. And then they give us a link to their... So go check their their show out. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That looks like they did play it. And probably played a co-op, so be, and it'd probably be a fun watch. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Although, Drew, you probably don't want to listen to it because it doesn't sound like they liked it. I'll watch it, and then I'll just comment on how wrong they are, so it's okay. Yeah, okay, that'll work. Uh, and then Baz chimes in and says, I remember playing this game a bunch. Unfortunately, my tales are not quite family-friendly. Sounds like he got a little frustrated, too. Then we got Ryan Ballard, of course, over on Google+. Plus. All by his lonesome again. He stuck it out. He had some friends for a little while, and now they've left him because nobody hangs around Google Plus for long, unless you're Ryan Ballard. Yep, just Ryan. <laughs> Ryan says, I haven't played this one, but it looks great. I like the soundtrack and the sci-fi flair to the visuals, as well as the versatility of the player character. So he likes the way it sounds, but he has not played it. All right, so I've got 
voicemails and iTunes reviews. Which ones do you want? We've gotten two iTunes reviews. Well, we got to get One. the voicemails. So I want to know about Stephen Michael's pumpkin pie. Okay, let's do let's do Stephen Michael's pumpkin pie. Let me start that over. Sorry. I didn't have the volume up. Here we go. Forgot he worked for Facebook. Hey, two dudes and an house. It's Stephen Michael from Facebook. Number one undisputed fan of Nerdy Thursday. Anyways, uh, pumpkin pie. He likes pumpkin pie, man. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Pumpkin I mean, pumpkin delicious. pie is delicious. Have you ever had a pump? Have you had the uh, pumpkin pie Pop-Tarts? Yes, those are good. They're delicious. They're pretty sweet. <laughs> They're pretty good. I did not know they existed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to go get yourself. Mm-hmm. You're right. They're pretty, they pretty good. And he mentions Nerdy Thursday. Dude, Sean out there has his own podcast now. I don't know if we ever mentioned it on the show. I'm sure we have. But you should go check it out if you don't want to listen. Don't low and listen to it with your kids. But if you don't mind a little dirty talk every now and then, go listen to it. All right, I'm going to read these iTunes reviews. Actually, one of them, I'm going to do my best uh, dude Drewbacco impression. <laughs> Let's hear it. Right. I don't, I don't think we've actually read his on the show yet. So, do you want his? Because his is is really nice. It's five stars. It's really, really good, well written, uh, intelligent, um, very beautifully laid out uh, <laughs> iTunes review. And then we have a three star. Which one do you want first? Let's go with a three-star. Let's end on a high note. Okay, went on a high note. All right. The three-star from Paladin Joe, which, Joe, we're just giving you, if you're still listening after you give us three-star, we're just giving you a hard time. But he says, generally, I like the show. And, of course, the content is great, but these guys are way too laid back. They go off into la-la land way too much. It's one thing to go off topic, but when it's like more than half the show, it just puts me to sleep. And I tend to lose focus on what's being said. The biggest violation was the fact that these clowns decided to wing it on the Castlevania episode. How can you do a Nintendo show and not even take Castlevania slightly seriously? Ouch. And if you didn't play one of the most iconic games in the history of the system when you were a kid, what the heck are you doing a show for? I feel like it's pretty nice. With with his words, that sounds like a one star, but then he gave us three stars. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll tell you. It's a valid complaint, I guess. I mean, I don't think we winged it on Castlevania. In fact, uh, we had Rob Luther on, I think, didn't we? I mean, I don't know. And I played it when I was a kid. I played a lot when I was a kid. Uh, and maybe it's you. He's calling you out. It's you he fine. doesn't like. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But anyways, he may have been putting the quotations around wing it because Rob does a show called Winging It, and maybe this is all an inside joke. Maybe it is. Maybe it's Rob. Maybe it's Rob. <laughs> He's wanting his game back. <laughs> this is his game back. <laughs> yeah. All right. This one is from Drew Backow. Drew Backo. <laughs> Five stars. Dudes, Aness, and you. 
Join Justin and Michael on a trip down memory lane. This show covers the breadth of the NES library one game at a time. Each episode delves deep into a new game, and the hosts do a wonderful job in their coverage. Be prepared to relive the games you loved as a child or even discover hidden (coughs) gems you may never have heard of. The dudes are likable, intelligent, family-friendly, and entertaining, but their pronunciation is not always up to snuff, as we know, have found out from the show today. Uh, give them a listen today. You won't be disappointed. Unless you listen to our Castlevania episode. Then you might be a little disappointed. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> it, Drew, you've been, listen, you, you've been listening for how long now? How long ago was it you heard the Castlevania episode? Was it really that bad? Um, you know, honestly, I don't even remember that episode. I've listened to so many. Like, I've only been listening to your show for, I don't know, six months or so. And it's been a lot of getting caught up. So I listened to like three a day, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the Castlevania one specifically. That would have been one of the first ones I listened to because I picked out all my favorite games first and listened to both episodes and then kind of just started going back and listening to whatever. And as well as the current ones. So I can't, I can't even tell you if the Castlevania one was winging it. It was, or... it was probably bad. You, you People are usually right. But I will say that uh, you stuck around. If it was one of the first ones you listened to, you yeah. liked it enough to stick that's around. That's right. We appreciate yeah. it. Absolutely. Okay. I think that's all I've got. Drew, do you have anything? I don't, I don't, do you have anything you need to shout out or you want to shout out? Do you do anything on the side that people... Um, no. No, nothing that anybody needs to be aware, be aware of. Um, no, I don't really have anything. <laughs> you need lots of stuff. People want to know people about don't need job. to hear about it. Not, so. um, I would just say, in the immortal words of uh, Nesta Robert Marley, uh, live the life you love, love the life you live. There you go. Amen. That was pretty. All right. So how are they going to find us, Justin? Well, you can find us on any social media like Facebook, Twitter, and join Ryan Ballard over on Google+. You can also uh, go to our website, twodudesinanest.com, nesdudes.com, or nintendudes.com, where you can always call us and tell us your favorite pie preference at phone number... 775-773-8761 or that is 775-7-RETRO-1 or you can go on the website from a mobile phone, click the little phone icon and it will ask you if you want to call us. Now, you make a good point and Stephen Michael may have posed a challenge to everyone. He didn't know that that's what he was doing, but I think he did. Uh, I think going into November, and, and, you know, it's, it's, we're going into October technically, but I don't know when this episode is releasing exactly. So we're either in October, we're probably in October right now, we're about to go into November, it's about to go into Thanksgiving time, I want to know. Call us, let us know what your favorite Thanksgiving dessert is. And if you don't participate in Thanksgiving, uh, what's wrong with you? And (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. kidding. Ah. I know that we got people in other parts of the world that, I mean, Thanksgiving's kind of an American thing. Yeah, definitely an American uh, so if you don't participate in Thanksgiving in the world, just uh, call us in with your favorite uh, fall dessert, like pumpkin pie, pecan pie, pecan pie. Yeah, just favorite pie. Pecan you got to have a favorite pie. Yeah, everybody's got to have a favorite pie. Or if it's if, you, if you're a cobbler guy or girl, let us know. Just call. That's all you got to do is just call. You don't even have to say anything besides pumpkin pie 
or like Steve Michael did. Or you could announce who you are like Steven did and say, hey, this is dude Drew Backo, and I like pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> We're never hey, going to stop. This is, Drew. this is dude Drew Baca or dude Drew, and I prefer pecan pie. Okay, see, there we go. So now we got a competition. We got one for pecan, one for pumpkin. Got the ball rolling. We'll find out. All right, so shout outs to the Retro Junkies. Shout out to the We Guy on YouTube, We Dude, always helping provide awesome music to the world. Shout out to the Fox Dude for awesome logo. And uh, that's it, I think. Listen to Genesis Gems. No. <laughs> Don't do that. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't do that, traitor. <laughs> All right, huh. here comes the music for the. Actually, the next week's not going to be uh, music. It's going to be the purchasing game show. So I don't know what kind of music we'll get at the end of this. I guess it'll be, I don't know. We'll figure it out. There'll be, there'll be something playing right now and it's going to be great. It's going to be the best music you've heard. I love this music. It sounds great to me. All right. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Thank you.